This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, and in with me right now is my traveling partner, Jay White. Kamel King with Visit Mississippi is out today. Today, though, we're heading to the Pascagoula River Audubon Center to check out their Nature Tots class happening every Thursday through February 16th with Katie Fetzer, education specialist, before heading to the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center in Gulfport for the 2023 Children's Mardi Gras celebration going down Saturday, January 28th with Executive Director Cindy DeFrancis. Then we'll mosey down the road to the 37th Annual Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo in Hattiesburg happening today through January 28th with April Jordan, Assistant Director of Marketing for USM Recreation and more. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. But before we get into that, Jay White, you are my resident traveling partner today, sir. Kamel's left us this week. He does that. something important going on. (laughs) He does that. He has he, to, you know what, Kamel, what he is hired to do is go to an event and talk on his cell phone to someone else not at the event and look important. Yes. That's what Kamel does. And it, let me tell you something. It sounds silly, but it adds a whole element of mystique and prestige to your event that you don't even like you don't even think about. Right. He's got the best job ever. He does. You're talking about somebody who has fun at work every day. Right. He's got the literal best job ever. And speaking of fun at work, guess what today is, Jay? Well, he calls his daughter when he's at the events, and he's like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" He's like, "Act like we're talking about something important right now." <laughs> and then that's it. I'm, I'm joking. I'm, he, he, he calls actually, his daughter, and they do the snaggle tooth snake story. Yeah, yeah. He actually does juggle a whole lot of stuff. He does. He does. He's a very important person for the state of Mississippi and their uh, and their interests right he loves his job though and he does have fun at work and to to commemorate Doesn't how he? much fun um he has Kamel has at work guess what today is what is today it's national fun at work day and he decided to celebrate that by skipping <laughs> no 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 he skipped us he's working his he's working his real job national fun at work day jay how are we going to celebrate national fun at well we're doing next stop mississippi number one that gets us started and I decided to admit that second set of S's right there for some reason. I don't know why, but. <laughs> so that's our fun today. We're that, talking about all the cool stuff going right, around in Mississippi. Today. That will get us started. And it's also National Preschool Health and Fitness Day. So I've got a little bit kind of in that bag. Preschool Health and Fitness. I, I thought kids are always health and fit when they're in preschool because they don't stop moving. But they don't. we want them to move more today. Okay. That's that's understandable. (laughs) Right. Right. And so to get them moving and to get them out, we're going to go ahead and jump into our first stop of the day. And that takes us to the Pascagoula River Audubon Center to check out their Nature Tots class that's happening every Thursday through February 16th. And in with us to tell us more is education specialist for the Pascagoula River Audubon Center, Katie Fetzer. Katie, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for coming on to let us know about Nature Tots and everything Mm -hmm. that the Pascagoula River Audubon Center has going on. Tell me a little bit about your role as education specialist and how important it is uh, that you are there at the Pascagoula Audubon Center, (laughs) River Audubon Center. (laughs) 
Pascagoula River Audubon Center. I'm going to get all those words together right. Um, Well, I'm the education manager here, and my role here is to um, develop and implement and provide education to the public on our Pascagoula River watershed. And really, in anything else that involves our local ecosystem here on the Gulf Coast, within the watershed, or even along um, just our state of Mississippi in general. So we can, I provide education on, um, and because we're an Audubon Center, a lot of our education focuses on birds in our area, mm-hmm. and um, that extends all the way down into um water or wetlands or woods or native plants and uh, um, what I do is try and provide education to all ages from toddlers to adults. Right. So that's really uh, the bulk of my job here providing uh, field trips to schools that might be interested in getting out of the classroom, getting away, being outside still, you know, learning a little bit, but also having fun and um, also providing education to homeschoolers in the area, as well as our toddlers. And um, toddlers in our area are uh, a key component when we think about uh, teaching people about the environment and our local environment at that. So we have a toddler program here that, that I operate weekly on a weekly basis. So it it actually is going through the month of February and will continue through every Thursday until May. We run our Nature Tots program from September to May every year, Aww. hopefully every Thursday. So, Oh, how do the baby's faces look when y'all take them out there and they see those birds or they see that wildlife that's out there at the Audubon Center? It is so exciting. <laughs> it's exciting for me. It's exciting for the Tots. Um, it's exciting for the parents, um, and every topic every week is different. Some some weeks we might be focusing on birds. We just had our nature talk session yesterday, and our theme yesterday was bears in winter. Mm-hmm. And so um, we we provide each each program. We provide a little. I provide a little mini lesson on whatever the topic may be. Um, yesterday was cold, but I warned all the caregivers that came with their toddlers, like, hang out inside until we get started, get warm, because we're headed outside. We're going to stay outside for the whole program. So <laughs> my goal is to keep um, everyone outside as, as much as possible, as much as the elements will allow. And um, we usually, I usually provide a little mini lesson mm-hmm. on whatever the topic is. We read a story together. Um, we always go on a nature walk. Usually there's a scavenger hunt involved in the nature walk. Um, after that, it can shapeshift. You know, we might do a craft. We might do um, an experiment. Um, and we always, uh, I always try to keep them active and so have some sort of game or movement activity, which could be a game or it could be a, a song where we're moving our bodies around. Um, imitating i mean one of the things we did yesterday was we tried to uh pretend i with the tots we tried to pretend we were all bears acting like a bear curling up and hibernating collecting leaves for our for our den um again anything to get them moving um and immersed into nature yeah so at the end of our program we always uh end at our nature play area 
I kind of hesitate from calling it a playground because when I say, when you hear the word playground, (laughs) you think about swings and slides and climbing equipment and our nature play area doesn't have any swings and it does have equipment you can climb on, but the equipment is a fallen log. It is a water source. It is a sandbox. It is areas that kids can explore um, that they might have to use their imagination a little bit more to integrate with. Right, right. Now, I already know they enjoyed being um, and hibernating like a bear because it was cold out there. <laughs> sure, that's right. Perfect time to talk about hibernating. Right. <laughs> I know that was exciting for them. Now, the, the Pascagoula River Audubon Center is just one of 41 educational facilities that's operated nationwide by the National Audubon Society. Give me a little bit of history Correct. about the, the Audubon Center in Pascagoula. Sure. Well, um, you know, of all those centers are located around the country, Mississippi has two Audubon centers. One of them is located in Holly Springs, the Strawberry Plains Audubon Center, and then we have the Pascagoula River Audubon Center down on the coast. So we, Mississippi, is so lucky to have these two nature centers here. And the Pascagoula River Audubon Center originally came to the coast and was established in 2006. And... Um, It was originally located on the Pascagoula River, just north of I-10, and after the oil spill, um, through a lot of fundraising and a lot of um, networking, the um, National Audubon Society and folks who are running the center were able to relocate the center Mm -hmm. just south of I-10, still on the water. We're on a bayou now, and... um, we were able to rebuild the center into a larger, uh, gorgeous, like more state-of-the-art facility. So we have been here since 2006, but our new facility has been opened and in operation since 2015. Oh, yay. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that y'all are just getting the wildlife information out there with the Audubon Center. So that's some great stuff. If you want to go to those two nature centers, Holly Springs and Pascagoula, you can't mm-hmm. you can't go much further apart between two towns in Mississippi. Sure, and those are a and, long way apart. Those are two separate <laughs> worlds from one another. But well, wildlife worlds. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it, it is, is that one center is going to showcase a completely different environment from the other. Absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get some coastal things in one, and then some mm-hmm. some foresty things in the. <laughs> other if that's a word absolutely <laughs> now, i think people will come to the audubon center and see the awesome things that y'all are doing and i know folks can support you right uh, uh folks yes, can be members and i'm sure seasonally there's ways that they can get involved how how can folks help sustain the pascagoula river audubon center good question well we are a nonprofit <laughs> 501c3 so we love having people become members of our center. Um, you know, that's a gift that I like to give to my kids' teachers every year is a membership Ooh. to the center. Um, Indeed. And so that uh, that's one way, like becoming a member or giving the gift of a membership to somebody. Um, we also accept donations, and we have a yearly um, – Some of our two biggest events, we have a yearly fundraiser called our Birds of a Feather fundraiser, and that's coming up in March. Whether you are interested in sponsoring that event, attending that event, um, 
that's a great way to be involved. And if you're visiting from even out of town, anyone can buy a ticket and come to the event. It'll be a great evening on the bayou. Mm-hmm. Um, our other big event, large event that we do throughout the year is our Hummingbird Festival in the fall. And, again, just attending the event, seeing what we have going on here at the center, um, is all or, or sponsoring any event. And speaking of sponsoring, you know, not necessarily sponsoring an event, but sponsoring a program. Um, if anyone is, you know, likes what we do and appreciates what we have, some we've had people sponsor specific uh, nature tots programs. We've had people sponsor specific uh, homeschool programs, or we have a um, a program that we just started called Feed Our Flock, mm-hmm. where we have we have many birds that live in our area, and we love feeding the birds on our property and providing bird seed for them, which can be pretty pricey. So we have now opened this opportunity for people to make a monthly donation or a one-time monthly donation or more than that um, in order to purchase bird seed to feed the birds Aww. for that month in honor of whomever you would like it to be yeah, for. Yeah, that's so, sweet. Many different ways to get involved, and um, it's just a matter of what is special to you. And sometimes we've had we've had Eagle Scout projects done here. We've had some um, some wonderful citizens in our community have. We've had benches built in honor of them or in memorial of them before around mm-hmm. our property. Mm-hmm. So many ways, many unique ways to support the center and be a part of the center and. Honestly, some of the best things, some of the best ways we've seen support have come from ideas that myself or my other coworkers haven't even thought of. <laughs> um, just yeah. a matter of brainstorming with other folks in the community about what they are interested in seeing and what we can do to help. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, in in addition to all of the support that can be, you know, given to the Pascagoula River Audubon Center, you all actually have some great things that you can do at the center when it mm-hmm. relates to pedal boating, kayak mm-hmm. rental, um, you know, just yes. the walk around the center. Tell us a little bit about that before we get into that, um, the, the details with Nature Tots. Sure. So you can, anyone who visits the center can rent a kayak. Um, kayaking in South Mississippi, honestly, is a year-round event. Two weeks ago, when it was really windy and really cold, for some reason, that was the day people wanted to go kayaking, <laughs> and we I was so shocked, but we had people coming in and renting kayaks and going out on the water. It's great for beginner kayakers. It's great for experienced kayakers. Um, the difference being beginners might not go as far, but the experienced kayaker would leave from the same spot and be able to travel a little bit further and longer on the kayaks that they rent from us. You can bring your own kayak. If you're a member of our center, kayaking is $5 per per kayaking session. Mm-hmm. We also have a, a pedal boat. So if you're not a kayaker or if you want to just be a little more upright, we have that to tra- um, explore the bayou with. And we also have an art gallery. That's one of our main attractions we have inside our, our center. Our art gallery changes every two or three months, and we try to feature local artists um, from around Mississippi, but not not necessarily just local in sense of that 
they provide nature-based art mm-hmm. and it can be our last session excuse me our last exhibit was from an artist it was her first time to have an art exhibit and now in this session with our art gallery we have um we're featuring Steve Shepard and his art he's a local artist who's been an artist for over 30 years so no matter your talent no matter your artwork we try and bring in all different kinds so that is something that you can see that's constantly changing um, inside of our gallery. We also have small hiking trails. We have a historic Boy Scout hut. We have great um, opportunities to do some birding. We have uh, binoculars at our front desk that you could check out and use while you're here. We have our nature play area um, for, well, it's I think it's for young kids, but I've seen children all the way up through middle school have a fun time on mm-hmm. it. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, just we a have plethora. Pic- Y'all have got a plethora Correct. of things. <laughs> we have picnic tables. We've had folks come in from out of town and do some kayaking, bring a lunch or grab lunch from in town and come back and have a picnic at our picnic tables. Oh, so It's a good time. An array the, of things. Right. Yes, at the Pascagoula River Audubon Center. Okay. Now, Katie, tell us again how much... How they can get in contact with you all. I'm stuck for a second. How they can get in contact with you all and what it is that they need to know about the Nature Tots class. Okay. Um, we are adamant about trying to keep all of our website, social media, Google page. We we very, try very hard to keep all three of those um, outlets updated. Mm-hmm. So whether you check the website or check Facebook page. We have a, our own Facebook page where we list all of our Nature Tots events and other events happening around the center and sometimes around our community um, or even just checking, you know, Googling our center. Though That information should be up to date. If for some reason you're questioning if it's up to date or not, feel free to always call the center or email our um Track at Audubon.org. Our emails and are checked regularly. So any outlet you could think of, we are here for you to answer your questions and provide information. That's good um, stuff. And as far as Nature Tots goes, we also have, with our weekly classes, I schedule the classes, like I said, from August, or excuse me, from September through May. We try to do it every Thursday. And every now and then, something might come up. Um, I'm the only educator here at the center, and so whether I'm pulled in a different direction or might not be able to make it to Nature Tots, we'll either have a self-guided opportunity for caregivers and toddlers to come to the center, and there will be a plethora of activities around, books around where caregivers can be involved with their kid through that instead of me. So options for both. Um, Checking our Facebook page or website, you can register online and pre registering online just really means you can prepay, but we also welcome walk-ins. We encourage the prepay registration so that I get an idea of how many tots to expect. And yesterday we had about 15 toddlers come plus parents. So we were 
doing our nature walk, acting like bears with about 30 people yesterday, and it was a fun time. Nice. That's good stuff, Katie. Katie, I thank you so much for joining us. Um, This is Katie Fetzer. She is with the Pascagoula Audubon River Center, and they are hosting their Nature Tots class. If you want more information, make sure you visit those that website, that's pascagoula.audubon.org. And Katie, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I'm with my traveling partner, Jay White. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Those... I didn't know if you were going to stop until I started talking right there. I was. <laughs> Kamel King with Visit Mississippi is out today. So it's me and Jay. There you go. By today. the way, that Pascagoula River Audubon Center... 207 Google reviews, 4.6 rating. Yeah. Obviously, they're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, it's... 207, a, that's enough to... That averages out all the yeah, people that, that had a bad day. Right. Or the super fans. <laughs> so you're getting a real... Even the, the super fan and people who have not had a good day and will <laughs> reflect in their <laughs> reviews. <laughs> you know, well, if you put yourself out there, you're going to get some bad reviews. I'm glad you took note of that, though. They yeah. are they are probably really good. I've never been. I want to go every time I talk about them. Yeah. I want to go down there. Paddle boat or something with somebody. Absolutely. <laughs> and the Pascal River, awesome, awesome spot. It is an awesome spot. It really is. That coast, the coast spot is an awesome spot. Um, but we're going to get into our second uh, trip of the day. So before we do that, though, I wanted to do a little bit of what's happening around your neck of the woods. And right in relation to National Preschool Health and Fitness Day, there is a creative dance for caregiver and me that's going to be happening um, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi at the C.E. Roy Community Center coming up Monday, January 30th at 10 a.m. That's going to be from 10 until 11 a.m. You and your child ages two months to four years and or the caregiver can come in and actually move and dance with your child. You'll explore dance concepts through songs, nursery rhymes, stories, props, and games. So that's fun. I just, I want to be a fly on the wall and see everybody dance with the with the two to four-year-olds. Is it Absolutely. Two, <laughs> with the two-month-year-olds to, two, to four-year-olds. I think that was it. Two months. That's adorable. Two months to four. A two-month yeah. baby dancing. Now, the ones that can do that, <laughs> I'm not trying to put un, some unexpected pressure on these babies, but <laughs> they're, they're in there. Two months is early. But and some it, of them will get in there and they'll do it. It's so adorable. They're not worried about it. Oh, did your babies dance at two months, Jay? I can't remember. It was 15 years ago. <laughs> I'm going to need you to start writing these things down. <laughs> Some of them probably did. They probably danced right over to the uh, toilet and dunked my phone in there. That's probably what happened. <laughs> I do remember that happened at one time. So they were moving at least. <laughs> they were moving. <laughs> and he didn't even play basketball. That's adorable, Jay. He had it set. <laughs> They love you. Dunked my phone right in there. I was like, that's really good. They love you. (laughs) Well, our second trip of the day, let's get into that. That takes us to the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center in Gulfport for the 2023 Children's Mardi Gras celebration going down Saturday, January 28th. A Mardi Gras for the kids. So cute. And in with us to tell us more is Executive Director Cindy DeFrancis. Cindy, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show to tell us more about this awesome event that you all have going on. 
Okay, well, this is our annual Children's Mardi Gras celebration, and we've been doing it for oh, probably 20 years now. <laughs> but uh, when when folks come out on Saturday morning, they will get to experience the museum, of course, and have a great time here just doing all the fun things that we have lined up, which includes Mardi Gras bingo. We will set out our big blue blocks out on the deck, and that's called Imagination Playground. We'll have special art activities. They'll be able to make crowns and kazoos for noisemakers. And then at 12 o'clock, we have our annual Mardi Gras parade. And so families bring their children with their decorated trikes and bikes and wagons and just whatever they want to bring to celebrate in the parade. Yeah. And then we supply the beads and throws. And then we just go around the perimeter of the museum uh, grounds and we just have a parade and it's led by this year uh bad kitty i don't know if you know anything about bad kitty but no uh, a a naughty feline (laughs) 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 and he's going to be our grand marshal this year and then we have our local blackwater brass band who will be supplying all the music for us yes i love that so 20 years how long have you been with one this event and then two i guess the lynn meadows discovery center as executive director i've been here now 12 years but i think that uh, the museum will celebrate 25 years this year Mm -hmm. and i feel confident that we were celebrating um and having mardi gras parades long before i ever came so right (laughs) Maybe even 25 years now. Right. Well, happy 25th year anniversary to the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center. And this is something that I learned about Lynn Meadows Discovery Center that I did not know. This was the first educational museum in Mississippi? Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. We were the very first children's museum in the state of Mississippi. We opened in 1998, and that was after a lot of um, preparation and planning on the part of um, all the people who had a hand in opening the museum, which was Carolyn Meadows Mm -hmm. and Rose Allman. Those were the two ladies who were instrumental in making sure that the museum um, became something that Mississippi desperately needed during that time and so it's been going strong ever since and growing and growing and and since then of course you know the mississippi children's museum is open in jackson and now we have another one in meridian but yes we we were absolutely the first first. that's you that's you were the first you can take that title and I will send you a certificate for it because I've been to a lot of museums, <laughs> but I have not been to Lynn Meadows Discovery Center um, for children. And I want to go. I really do. So oh do me a little favor. Give me a quick audio tour, um, the Cliff Notes version of the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center and what all you have going on there as it relates to exhibits and, and, and little interactive things. Oh, wow. Okay. When you arrive at the museum, you come through our um, brand new, well, it's not brand new anymore. It's a couple of years old, but we have a welcome station where you check in and we have a gift shop. And then you enter our seven and a half acres of our beautiful grounds that overlook um, the Gulf of Mexico. We are right here on Highway 90. Mm -hmm. And so we have the most gorgeous grounds, the most beautiful oak trees. And so, we, of course, we have outdoor exhibits, too, which include... Um, we have tree houses. We have a little area called Kid Street with kid-sized houses that they can pretend and play in. And then we have a beautiful deck that overlooks Highway 90. 
uh, for the telescope so you can actually see some of the islands out there. And then our building, yeah, and then our building is actually uh, over 100 years old. It was the original um, Mississippi City Elementary School, and it closed in the 70s, and then um, it stayed vacant, basically, until uh, it became the Children's Museum in 1998. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful building. It's uh, creaky, you know, we still have wooden floors, and it's absolutely amazing when you walk in. Um, children are immersed in nothing but hands-on interactive activities. Uh, we, we have very little technology in the museum. Most everything here is something that children um, have to use their imaginations, their creativity, mm-hmm. and parents generally will play along with their children, and that is what makes it so super special. Mm-hmm. But, but there's um, two floors. We have a climbing structure in the center, and then when you go around the museum, you will be in different exhibits, including a pet vet. We have a history hotel. We have a a Dolan Depot, which is a a train. Uh, We have a science room. So it's just... It's just a fun day. When when you come to the museum, you will not want to leave. It's a bag of everything. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I love that. It's a whole bag of everything. So when it comes down to events that you all put on, what what can somebody look forward to this year for 2023 at the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center? Okay, well, starting, of course, with our um, Mardi Gras celebration, which happens tomorrow, um, Saturday from 10 to 12. After that, we have, uh, well, actually, tonight, we have our free Friday night. Um, I, I just want everybody to be able to visit the museum, and, and free Friday night is a perfect time to come if you've never been before. We're open on the last Friday of every month from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and it's absolutely free for anybody. Uh, so we get a lot of tourists who are just, you know, passing through that want to check us out. Uh, and then, of course, we have a lot of locals who will come for free Friday night. We also have... Um, we have a sensory Sunday, which is also another free event for families who have children who may be uh, on the autism spectrum mm-hmm. or have sensory processing issues. And they um, come and we change up the museum a little bit to a more conducive environment so that it's not as loud, it's not as bright. And that's the second Sunday of every month, and it's free from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock, and that's prior to the museum opening at 10 we also have a full lineup with our Wings Performing Arts programs. Um, starting in March, we will be doing 101 Dalmatians, and we have hmm. 58 little actors, actors who will be performing in that. Well, I need a ticket. So, <laughs> yes, you do. I will send you tickets because I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this. It's two full weekends in March. And so that, um, that kicks off our year this year with our performing arts shows, and then we have a full schedule lined up, including Mean Girls Jr. We will be the first um, theater on the coast who will be performing Mean Girls, and so that's in April. And then, you know, we're already starting, of course, working on our summer camps, which kick off in June, and we uh, have um, usually about (laughs) a thousand children who come through our summer camps from June to August. And so we are looking forward to hosting that again this year. Um, so those are just some of the things that we have going on, but that still doesn't include. We have theme um, Saturdays. We have Girl Scout badge opportunities. 
Well, there's just a lot of things here going on at the museum every day. That's what happens when you're the first educational museum in the state of Mississippi. You've got (laughs) a full schedule. (laughs) Yes, we do. We stay super busy daily. Matter of fact, um, we have actually had to open now seven days a week because we have become um, such, I think, an asset to our community. Uh and, And people want to come seven days a week. So we are open seven days a week now. That's good stuff. That is such good stuff. I just I thank you, Cindy, for coming on and letting us know more about Children's Mardi Gras celebration. And of course, the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center. I'm going to say it again. The first educational museum in Mississippi. (laughs) But let our listeners know how they can get more information about all the events and everything that's going on at the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center. Okay, of course, um, yeah, everything is always on our website. It is kept up to date daily. And then, of course, all of our social media, including Facebook, which is kept up daily. And so those are the best places to go and receive information. If you have specific questions, you can always call the museum. And uh, we have lots of folks here who will be happy to answer any questions you may have. That'll work. I love that. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Oh, gosh, thank you all so much. Have a great weekend, and if you get a chance, come down. I would love to show you around. That's it, and I'm going to get to see those 50-something Dalmatians. That's right. I'm going to As soon as we hang up, I will send you tickets. Thank you so much, Cindy. That's awesome. Now, uh, thank you again, Cindy. It's time for us to take a quick break. It is awesome, Jay. It is. You ready? Yeah. I had a, a, a Google review stat for you about the first place okay uh, audubon center okay in, uh, moss point and then you're gonna have to look up lynn meadows after the, this because no, the lynn meadows <laughs> discovery center has 1163 google reviews okay that's a lot that is a of lot it's been around for a long time yeah 4.8 rating yes that's a lot that is that's a, lot. a lot of reviews to keep such a high it's perfect such a high average rating so they must be doing something it's two points correct. from perfect and that's perfect enough point two that's right yep Yep, two points away. Well, point two points it's away. Four point seven rating on Facebook. Four point eight rating on Trip Shock, which yeah. sounds like some fancy trip thing. <laughs> I don't know them personally, but shocking. I mean. That is that is. She shocking. mentioned that uh, the dis- the uh, this, the Discovery Center being in the place where uh, Mississippi City's elementary school originally was. Mississippi City, it was a a, a big city and part of the coasts founding mm-hmm. like that was the big town for a long time there wasn't wow. the Gulfport or Biloxi there was Mississippi City which is part of what is current day Gulfport I believe right so 182 years and six days ago right the state legislature took a vote to decide where to put their big public university that turns out to be Ole Miss the University of Mississippi mm-hmm. they had two places Oxford and Mississippi City to decide where to put Ole Miss. And the vote went to Oxford, 58 to 57. Mm. That's how close Mississippi City or the Mississippi Gulf Coast was, was. to being where Ole Miss is. You're all this time, such... all this time we've known Ole Miss as being in Oxford. It was that close. Like one dude who probably woke up and had some milk that morning that was funky and he decided Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> which is a just fine place My instead vote. of Mississippi City <laughs> and that guy and his bad milk in 1841, 182 years ago, <clears throat> changed are, the course of Mississippi history. But now are, we have Lynn Meadows Discovery right. Center 
in lieu of that. Right. I think it's a fair trade. Yeah. You're a bank of information. You know that? Some of it useful. Most of it not. <laughs> This in this in that case is. So thanks, Jay, for that tidbit of information. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm in with my traveling partner, Jay White. Kamel King with Visit Mississippi is out today. But we are hitting our third stop of the day. And in with us to tell us more about the 37th annual Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo happening at the Forest County Multipurpose Center January 27th and 28th is April Jordan, Assistant Director of Marketing for USM Recreation and Trick Roper, Ryder Keisner. April Ryder, I want to welcome you both to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you. So excited to be here. So excited to have you. Ryder, are you on the line with us as well? Oh, yeah. No, I'm super excited about this interview and the rodeo tonight. Yes, I'm loving it. So this is the 37th annual Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo. They are celebrating Grand Marshal Dr. Joe Paul, who is the president. So I wanted to go ahead and jump in with it with you, April, about all of what's going on for the rodeo and how excited you are to be celebrating y'all's Grand Marshal, Dr. Joe Paul. Oh, yes. Having Dr. Joe Paul with us as our Grand Marshal, being he's our new university president, but he's a longtime educator and alumni of the university, it is so exciting to be able to recognize him, have him here with this longstanding rodeo, as you said, in its 37th year. It's going to be a great celebration. He's going to be out there throwing beads, throwing cups, throwing T-shirts. I mean, he's going to be entertaining the crowd. He's, he's quite the showman himself anyway. So we are so excited to show him off and show off all the acts that the rodeo brings. It's going to be a great time for all. Now, this is all going down at the Forest County Multipurpose Center. Does Dr. Joe Paul get to be the Grand Marshal every year, April? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, no. <laughs> we do have a different Grand Marshal each year. He will be the Grand Marshal both nights of the radio this year. Uh, but no, it, it is different each year. But we are so excited to have him as our Grand Marshal for this year's radio. Right. That's good stuff. Let me know a little bit about <laughs> your role as Assistant Director of Marketing for USM Recreation and kind of like a, a Cliff Notes version as well of, of, of what it is that you do. Absolutely. So in my regular daily job, yes, Assistant Director of Marketing for Campus Recreation, that means all the campus rec services that we offer to our students through Southern Mississippi at the university here. Um, I'm out promoting them. I'm making sure students know what's available to them. I'm getting them in there, getting them educated, excited, um, hopefully getting them a little more um, exercised and in shape, but also just having them something to do um, to entertain them when they're outside of the classroom. We believe healthy minds, healthy bodies. So, you know, that stress relief is very important. So we offer a ton of different activities for them, um, even just outside of the traditional um, exercise uh, options. So I'm working with that. But tonight I'm I'm here promoting as the director Uh of marketing for the rodeo. And, uh, yeah, we're just making sure everybody's aware of this coming Uh out and supporting this event. And, uh, yeah, going to check it out and and come and enjoy themselves. Talking about getting out and enjoying yourself tonight. It's going to be a grand time, especially with Trick Ropers, Ryder Kaisner, and Bethany Isles. Ryder, did I say Bethany's last name right? Yeah, well, soon it'll be Kisner. We just got engaged. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. I'm the lucky one. Both of y'all. Both of y'all are so lucky. Okay, I want to know, did you all meet Trick Roping? We did. We uh, met at a rodeo 
Um, I used to do an act with my sisters, and he was team roping with his brother, um, Riders a Man of Many Talents. So he was on the competition side out in Cody, and we met when we were young and stayed in touch. You know, the specialty act, you know, what we do, it's a small world, mm-hmm. so we stayed in touch, and um, when our families decided that they didn't want to play rodeo anymore, we uh, joined forces <laughs> and started dating, and I'd like to say I just never left his side. The <laughs> rest is history, and you all are championship trick ropers, correct? Let me know about these awards. Well, we were lucky enough uh, in 2020, we uh, won the PRCA Dress Act of the Year, um, which is uh, it's, it's kind of the highest honor you can mm-hmm. get in um, in our circle of rodeo. And so that was really cool. Um, you know, 2020 was a bad year for a lot of people, but, you know, we were able, that was probably one of the best years of our lives, um, being able to win that and, um, you know, come out with that buckle. It meant a lot. And so hopefully we get a, bring that kind of show here and um, and you guys get to see what we've worked really hard at. You know, this is something we've been doing since we were kids. Right. Bethany, tell me a little bit about what is trick roping and kind of what all goes into it. Yeah. So actually, Ryder is a trick roper and I am what they call a uh, trick rider. Yeah. So I'm doing like gymnastics on my horses. Um, I've got horses that run really fast around the arena and I'll hang upside down off of them. I'll stand up, I'll do handstands and flips and cartwheels and, um, all sorts of things while the horse is running really fast. That is craziness. I've seen it. It, you know, how people do it, I guess, on, on motorcycles and you look yeah. like that only on the back of a horse. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's very similar, I would say. Very scary. As a fiance, it scares me a lot. <laughs> right, right. That is good stuff. That is good stuff. I'm going to come back to you all. But, April, I wanted to get back to you. When it comes down to the partners that you all have on this Southern Miss Classic, um, Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo, how, impar- how important are they and how important is this event to the city of Hattiesburg? Oh, they are vital to the success of this program, for sure. Coca-Cola, that's our, that's our main sponsor. We could not do it without them, but really, we couldn't do it without any of our sponsors. Um, this event, it brings in a lot of, of tourism dollars to the city, so it's important to the city. It's important to Southern Miss, but it's very important to the Southern Miss Campus Recreation Department, being that it is a fundraiser for student scholarships. So we're able to, to fund different scholarships for our student workers at the end of the year each year. Um, just from the rodeo, we we're able to give out 25 scholarships directly to students every year. And then uh, we also are able to give out um, about around uh, 50, with, with the scholarships included, 50 different travel uh, stipends as well to go to conferences for professional development opportunities for our students and our um, young professionals to be able to, to further their career. So this really allows us to be able to make those opportunities possible. And with our sponsors, especially Coca-Cola, um, we would not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a give back event. So that's awesome that, you know, you, you're coming out to an event that you know you're you're helping the community with when you come and you you know you participate in this so good stuff april i really do love that Ryder and bethany let our listeners know exactly what they can look forward forward to when it comes to you all trick roping and trick riding and then what we can look forward to um at the rodeo itself you know, our act is built up. We, I, I like to describe it as like what you would have seen at rodeo like 100 years ago. Basically, try to be like what Roy Rogers and Dale Evans would be if they were alive today, like an MTV version of that. We, um, 
we're a high energy, fast paced. Um, I, I crack whips, I spin guns, I trick ropes, hmm. we trick ride. Um, you know, I light my ropes on fire, I light whips on fire, um, and I, I spin those around my body. And um, we just kind of do it kind of in a fast version of that. And um, and then also I'm going to be the rodeo clown, so I'm going to be the guy out there keeping you guys entertained. I'm going to be the guy in the barrel. Um, as far as the rodeo, you know, you guys, this is one of the premier events. This is a PRCA rodeo. This is the best of the best. Um, you know, we're full in every event. We got 15 bull riders a night, and that's, that's just that's at the end of the night. Like, we got a full rodeo and the breakaway and the team rope and tie down, Salbron, all the events. And, and then at the end, we still have 15 bull riders. So we're full in every event. Um, you're going to get a great price or a great value for your ticket. Um, you know, and we got Mike Mathis, one of the uh, best rodeo announcers in the PRCA, uh, Will Moorhead running music. And, you know, Harper Morgan, they're known for having some of the best rodeos in this area or in the nation really they have great livestock that has been featured at the wrangler and fr and they um they they are great on production you know mm-hmm. they they don't miss putting on a great show mm-hmm. now danger is not Ryder or bethany's middle name but it is today ropes on fire riding the backs of horses hanging upside down (laughs) danger is definitely both of you all's middle names today bethany and Ryder, let our listeners know how they can get more information about you two as trick ropers and trick riders yeah so i mean we're all over social media if you go onto facebook instagram tiktok and just type in our names you'll find us and you know we have a website and you know, yeah, if you want to get a taste of what we can do, definitely go into our social medias and watch some videos and get a little preview. Or right. even better, come on out and buy a ticket and watch the rodeo. That's the best way. In person, with your own two mm-hmm. eyeballs right there. That's good stuff. Thank you, Bethany, a writer. Now, April, let our listeners know how they can get more information about the 37th annual Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo and possibly about, you know, whatever else USM has going on recreationally. Yes, absolutely. So uh, the best way to find out about the rodeo, as they said, we're also on social media. You can find us on Facebook um, with the latest information about the event. Search Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo. Um, but also we have a website, Southern Miss. Um, you just search Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo. It'll come up there as well. Um, but I just want to stress, tickets are still available. Mm-hmm. So go on, come out, come to the come to the window. Make sure to, to get those tickets still. Bring your family, great family-friendly event. And, yeah, it's not too late, so come check it out. Yeah, make sure you all do that. Again, this was the 37th annual Southern Miss Coca-Cola Classic Rodeo. That is happening starting tonight at 7.30 p.m., January 27th through um, January 28th. That's going to be at 7.30 p.m. tomorrow again, right, April? Yes, both nights, 7.30. Doors do open at 6 p.m. Okay, and so you can get out there early and beat the crowd, but it's going to be at the Forest County Multipurpose Center in Hattiesburg. They are celebrating Grand Marshal Dr. Joe Paul, who is the president of USM, and they are featuring Ryder Kaisner and Bethany Isles, soon to be Bethany Kaiser, and both of their middle names today are Danger, Trick trick Ropers, and Trick Riders, who are going to be featured at this rodeo. I thank all three of you all for joining us today on Next Stop Mississippi to let us know more about this. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you you so much. And we look forward to seeing you all roping, 
riding and rodeoing at this rodeo. Um, and yay, we've come to the end of another great trip. And I've enjoyed all of my guests today. I want to thank you for traveling with us and thank today's guest, Katie Fetzer, Cindy DeFrancis, April Jordan, Ryder Kaisner, and Bethany Isles for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click the community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event I want to know, share it with us. Upload it directly to our calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.